0: Okay, so hands up if you're familiar with a theme coming forward in your life. Now, what do I mean by that? From a, as, as you may know from listening to this, or if you know me personally, I am a coach and a trainer. So from a coaching perspective, however, you know, it crosses over into normal life as well, where you speak with a number of people. And the same theme keeps coming up. And that's when you start to think, oh, shit, you know, maybe this is a me problem. (laughs) Someone trying to tell me something here that the same problem uh, is coming up for multiple people that I speak to. And I'd be surprised if this hasn't happened to you somewhere in your life where perhaps, you know, in your friend group or whatever, the same sort of problem keeps popping up with different people. Anyway so that's what I thought I'd jump on and talk about today and as I said some of these episodes will be (laughs) long-ish and but for the most part I'd like to keep them fairly short and just give these little bite-sized thoughts and um, tidbits and whatnot. Take from it what you will, leave what you don't, it's fine. So I thought I'd talk about this this theme that's been coming up for me of late and see if you know see if it is relatable for you. So, it's when someone is really good at something and then they'll tell you that they're really bad at something else. So, what's an example? What am I talking about here? You might have someone who is really quick-witted, right? They're so quick to come back with something funny, something smart-ass, you know, and if you were to if you were to describe that person, you would say, you know, oh, great sense of humour, really quick wit, you know. And then you could put that same person in, say, a an interview for a job or something. And they'll say, oh God, no, I can't do that. Like I hate when I just get thrown these questions and I've got to think on my feet. I'm just, I'm no good at that. I I lose my mind and you know. Trip over my words. Now, if you look at that from a a broad perspective, like come up a little bit higher and look down on that, it's bullshit, right? Because the truth is you know that person is actually really good at thinking on their feet quickly because they've got great comebacks. So what this is telling you is that, the person has the skill, they simply haven't got the connection cross contextually. So here's another example. Someone might be um, really good at at breaking down um, you know things they've got to do to get the kids ready for school. say you know you've got you know what order you have to do it in, it's all very regimented, you know how long it takes you. <laughs> And you're very good at simply just, note this is the job I'm doing right now. I'll do that. And then I'll move on to the next thing. Once I've done the lunches, done that, then I'm moving on to the next thing. And you're very good at breaking down the process of getting the kids to school, right? And then that same person, could be you, <laughs> may sit at your desk and has to sort out this paperwork, and yet what you say to yourself is, oh, God, I'm so overwhelmed because I'm, I'm just shit at paperwork. It's just crap everywhere. I don't know where to put anything. It's just ridiculous. Again, I'm going to call bullshit. Here's the, here's the thing, just like the other example. You're actually really good at put doing things in a process and working out a process. You've got a great strategy for that. The problem is that you don't have a link. You haven't haven't grown a working link for that skill in a different context. So when you sit down to do paperwork and it's, you know, 20 different jobs all all over your desk, your language says, oh, God, I can't do this. So then your brain is not looking for a solution. You've already told it, I can't do this. And yet, if you can bring over your knack you have, your skill for getting the kids ready for school, over into paperwork, you'd fucking nail it, right? Piece of cake. So you need to start uh, baby steps, forming a connection into that new context. And it can be as simple as changing your language with things like when you sit down to do the paperwork... Instead, you'd sit down and go, okay, I'm going to sit and do this getting the kids ready for school. (laughs) What's the first thing I do when I get the kids ready for school? I, I don't know, make their lunches. Great. So this part here, this doing this filing, that's going to be the lunches. Let's do the lunches, get it done. And then once that's done, you move on to the next thing. So whilst this, you know, speaking it like this out loud may sound uh, childish or easy or silly, I challenge you, I challenge you to give it a go. Because when you look at just look at the black and white of it, you know how to organize things, you know how to put things in a process, and you know how to do it well. Well. So you just need to use that strategy from another context and map it over, lay it over in the context where you're telling yourself that you don't know how to do it or you're no good at it. And I tell you, it's going to make a huge difference. So look, take up the challenge. Prove me wrong. <laughs> and I'd love to hear how you go with that. And so as I said, it's really all about cross-contextualization. In a nutshell, taking a skill or strategy or process that you're really good at in a certain environment and bringing it over to apply it to a different context or environment where you're telling yourself that you're no good at it. Call bullshit and bring over the skill that you actually have and just make a connection to a different context. All right, let me know how you go with that, and um, I'll talk to you again soon. Bye for now.